Welcome to the High Performance Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Chris Lingham. So sit back and relax as today we're going to help you level up your health and fitness game. Hey, what's going on, guys? Obviously, I am new to this whole podcasting thing, but today we're going to go ahead and get this party started, and I'm going to give you, hopefully, what I consider some huge value for this episode number one in what we call the High Performance Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Chris Lingham, and today I'm going to be bringing you five tips, right? Five tips, or I should say habits, that are going to help you live a productive healthy life, and obtaining your fitness and health goals. All right, so guys, hey, sit back and relax, and I'm going to be giving you some tips from Precision Nutrition today that's going to take your game to the next level. All right, so before we get started today, guys, I want to let you know that, uh, yeah, it's been a hell of a week. And uh, sometimes as you're getting ready to, you know, get your life on track and get your health on track, things happen, things pop up, and uh, you become distracted, right? And a distracted mind is never good because it's never helping you get closer towards your goals. So the first thing I got to say before we even get into any of the health and nutrition stuff, it's like, man, hey, you know, what are you currently being able to do? What are you currently doing right now to handle uh, life, right? Uh, we talk about, you know, in our gym, uh, we call our, our, our clients athletes, we call them warriors. And uh, we always say that, man, life is going to hit you hard sometimes and your ability to stand up and go through the adversity and, and overcome your obstacles, that's what makes you a high performer. That would, that's what makes you successful. That's what brought you into this gym because we train winners and every one of our athletes is winning in life and they're trying to figure out how to make sure they can do the same thing with their health. All right, guys. So. Some of these tips are the tips that I use in my coaching with them, and I'm happy to be bringing it to you guys today. Uh, So this one is my first one ever, so I've never done a podcast before, Um, so I'm hoping to kind of give you some really, really good content, a nice, short, easy episode that you'll be able to enjoy and come back to and kind of save for later. All right, guys, so let's go ahead right into it, man, the five precision nutrition habits that I want to teach you today. Number one. Eat slowly and stop at 80% full. All right, so right now we're living in this world of confusion where diets are on the rant, you know, diets are more popular than ever. Um, and most of the time they're putting a lot of restrictions and rules on people. And mentally, this is causing people to really struggle when it comes to getting their eating habits on track. Um, the need to be perfect definitely attracts uh, the perfectionist mindset. Um, and then that becomes more of a slippery slope as, you know, you feel like you need to be 100% with your diet or you're not going to get results. And, you know, the truth is, is people can be a lot, uh, a lot less rigid and, you know, actually mess up a whole lot more and still get results. There's only a few key factors that will affect your results. And the number one is, you know, how fast you eat and then also how much you eat. So the 80% full part of this is... You know, right away, you know, if you're not able to recognize what 80% full feels like, I once had someone tell me, it was like, you know, when you're eating food and you know, you're scarfing down the whole entire plate and all of a sudden you have to stop and drop your plate and take a step back and, you know, put your arms behind your head. And it's like, you take this deep breath where you're like, almost like a yawn. It was like, he goes, that's when I feel like you're full. Right. And then we keep going after that. Like that's our body telling us, you know, we're good. But 
part of our brain continues to keep eating because if, you know, you grew up in a house where it was like, eat all the food on a plate or, you know, you can't get up from the table or, you know, some old rules like if this goes on the plate, you have to eat it or there's people starving in China. You know, we've heard all these things and that leads us to feeling like we need to eat the entire plate. So what I would like to say is on the first tip is just like, hey, you know, you want to you want to get that 80 percent. Well, take your plate, your portion size and then take away 20% of your plate to begin with and kind of push it off to the side, right? If you do that, you're going to automatically kind of create the visual of 80% of your plate being there. And then most importantly, trying to eat it slow because it takes about 20 minutes uh, for your body to actually recognize um, how full you are, right? Uh, it, you know, it takes about 20 minutes. You got to chew your food. You got to drink some water, put your fork down. All those good things are going to be able to help you um, as far as like slowing down how much food you eat at one seating. So if we're able to cut back, you know, a hundred or 200 calories at a seating, you know, and you're, that, that adds up over time, you know, what we call the compound effect. Uh, it was an awesome book written by Dan Hardy. Uh, if you've never read it, definitely go check it out. But it teaches about how like these small, um, these small steps can really add up to something massively big. Um, so that's tip number one. So moving down into tip number two on our precision nutrition habits is uh, eat protein, uh, eat more protein dense foods at each meal. All right. So, you know, when I've really started looking at a lot of the diets that are out there and when people come to me and they give me their uh, daily intake and what they're eating, you know, everyone's typically making the same mistake. Everyone is eating majority of carbohydrate food, uh, carbohydrate dense foods and, you know, fat, you know, fat, amino acid, you know, type foods, and they're not really eating much protein-dense foods. Um, uh, protein-dense foods, you know, while, whether it's poultry, you know, lean meats, uh, beans, lentils, those fall in eggs, fish, all that good stuff, you know, they make up the main part of each meal. And majority of the times we might see people eating like, you know, yogurt with fruit. Um, and although it has some protein in there, um, you typically that's going to be more of a carbohydrate dense meal. And then you're going to have that like crash a little bit later where you're not going to feel like you have your energy level stable and you're kind of like bogging out a little bit. Right. And that's because there's not enough, uh, density in there to fill up your stomach. So when you're eating protein dense foods, it takes your body a lot more time to break that down. Um, and while that's going through digestion, your body is actually, you know, able to stabilize its energy, right? Blood sugar is not spiking. You're going to feel a lot better when you're eating protein. So I always tell people, you know, start off in the morning, you know, you can do like a protein smoothie in the morning. I know people aren't big on eating breakfast, so it could be small, uh, like overnight oats are great because you can put some whey protein powder in there, even like Greek yogurt with fruit. But if you added pro uh, whey protein or maybe a, an animal protein, or sorry, a, a plant protein, it would taste, you know, it'll be a lot better. So that's usually what I recommend is just kind of adding more protein in every single meal. Uh, number three, that tip is going to be eating your vegetables with each meal. Uh, this one, <laughs> if you're a kid and you, know, you struggle when you're younger with eating your vegetables, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it's going to come back to bite you here because uh, this is definitely one of the habits where I tell people like, you know, eat like a vegetarian that happens to love meat, right? So <laughs> I, that's how I live it, right? It doesn't have to fit for you. You might be a vegetarian, you might be vegan, might be, you know, for, you know, re, you know, regular dietary issues while you can eat um, meat protein, that's fine. 
But I just wanted to highlight the fact that you know eating more vegetables uh, is something that people should be doing, right? Eating more vegetables throughout the day. So if you're eating you know three to four meals a day, you know all three to four meals should have protein and vegetables in it. Like that should be your staple. If you do that, you're going to be very successful. And the reason why is vegetables provide us with so many different benefits, right? Number one, uh, you're going to have more fiber coming with these vegetables, so you're going to feel full. Number two, uh, vegetables are pretty much all water, right? So like if you're eating plenty of fruits and vegetables, then you're probably going to have, um, you know, more water retention, meaning your, your body's going to absorb the water from the vegetables. We actually tell people that two thirds um, of you should drink a gallon, you know, about a gallon of water each day. And then like you should get the rest of your hydration from, you know, your diet, you know, eating fruits and vegetables. So a lot of times people are walking around dehydrated, not because they don't drink enough water, but because they don't eat enough vegetables as well. So uh, you can kind of catch that on both ends. And then finally, the micronutrient stores that comes with vegetables is incredible. Like, you know, eating, you know, that's why a lot of people are really big on the greens powders. But what I don't recommend is like not eating green uh, vegetables and then like only taking a green supplement. Um, you're just not going to get all the benefits. You're going to definitely get your serving of vegetables for the day. But like now you're creating a problem in your gut that is, you know, something that we have to fix later. And so the best thing to do is eat your vegetables three to four times a day and then also take a green supplement. And then you're going to be you know, right in the right you know zone that you want to be at. Uh, next one on our list, number four. Man, eating some carbohydrate-dense foods and, you know, at most meals, especially after exercise. So we've lived in this in this society now where, you know, carbs are bad, man. Like everybody is worried about, you know, how many carbs they're eating. And if I eat too many carbs, I'm going to get diabetes and, you know, there's just – or I'm going to gain fat. Like there's just a lot of myths out there. And mainly when the Atkins diet came out, they said that you should be doing low-carb. So most people kind of jumped on the low carb bandwagon and they started letting their fats kind of go, go haywire. Meaning, you know, your body is going to get energy from two sources, from carbohydrate foods and from fatty foods. So, you know, whatever you're consuming is what your body is going to run off of pretty much. So if you are, you know, taking your carbs all the way down, but then you're trying to do intense exercise, well, it's not going to help you lose weight. It's not going to help you train hard because, you intense exercise needs carbohydrates as its fuel. And if you're not eating them, then you don't really have fuel. So that's why people like get tired when they're on low carb diets. And you know, they say, Oh, if you do the ketones and all that stuff, like, you'll have all this energy, you'll be in ketosis, and you'll burn fat. The truth is, it's not that simple, right? It's not as simple as just like, Oh, I'm not burning carbs now. So I'm just burning fat, you know, no, like there's something else in there. There's muscle, right? If you're not using carbs, well, you're going to lose a lot of muscle in the process, right? And your hormones are going to be impeded, right? Like going low carb is going to mess up your immune system. There's just a lot of stuff that you want to make sure that instead of thinking about restricting, you want to think about balance. Like how do I get more balance with my carbohydrate foods where I'm not just consuming a lot of processed version ones like, you know, too much bread and pasta and stuff like that. And you're getting in, you know, more of like the sweet potatoes, rice, quinoa, you know, beans, things as much as you can. Right, those foods are awesome for you. They're going to stabilize your blood sugar, and they're going to stabilize your energy throughout the day. And uh, they're also going to give you energy to train, which is the most important thing. 
All right, so uh, moving on, we got number five, right? Number five, the last one, you know, eat healthy, fat-dense foods with most meals. Um, so this one is where they have been getting things right with like the keto diet and the Atkins and all that thing and all those uh, different fad diets is that they, they did show that it is very beneficial, right? It is very beneficial to add uh, healthy fat in your diet, right? So uh, typically, you know, you want to be able to get uh, fat from different sources, but you want to make sure that you're portioning the fat out properly, meaning for each person, the general recommendation is a thumb, right? One thumb of fat at every single meal. So that's like, you know, a tablespoon of olive oil. That's like, you know, a tablespoon of butter. Um, that is, you know, on your dressing, you know, how do we stop it? We stop restaurants from you know, over calorying our meal. It's like, man, use your you know, use, you put the dressing on, you add the dressing on the side, that way you're in control. And most people that are trying to lose weight can afford to use two thumbs of fat. But uh, for most people, we recommend starting off with just a one. Um, and we can go into individual body types and who needs two in future episodes. But for this one, right, it's just about the main five nutrition habits, right? And if you're doing these, you're going to be super successful and you're not going to really need a diet. So if you're just getting started off, if you focus on these five things, you're going to see immediate results, right? And let's just go through them one more time. Number one, eat slowly and stop at 80% full. Number two, you know, eat a protein dense food with each meal. Number three, eating vegetables with each meal. Number four, Eat some carbohydrate-dense foods with most meals, especially after exercise. Uh, that reason is because your body is just going to suck up those carbs at that time. It's just very hungry for repair and, and, and recovery. So the carbs are going to help aid in recovery uh, after your workouts. And then number five, you want to eat healthy, fat-dense foods at most meals. Almost every meal, you want to be having healthy fats, right? And like I said, we'll go more into this in depth in the future episodes. But for now, guys, those are the five precision nutrition habits and how they can help you take your health and exercise game to the next level. All right, guys, thank you for joining me. This is Coach Chris with the High Performance Health and Fitness Podcast. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Go ahead, give me a like, share this with somebody you think it can help, and keep on living our way, which is health, performance, and motivation. I literally just made that up. <laughs> hope you have a great day, guys. Thank you so much.